In today's episode, we will be talking about self-love and the importance of it in for you to have, create and make money. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan Podcast. If you want to we'll learn help more to about my free energy tools and, and mindset strategies, reverse your money shames on my website www.girlkhan.com. You can live a life and register. I look forward to welcome, being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Host, and Until the next time we meet, about this is Girl Khan self-love and the role it plays in you uh, in order for you to have, create and make money. Well, let's start off by actually defining what do I actually mean by self-love? Most people, unfortunately, are mistaken when, when we are, when you talk about self-love and appreciating yourself and, 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 you know, looking after you and looking at and loving yourself. People have this misconceived idea that we're talking about narcissism or, or, you know, or having a big ego. Nothing could be far from the truth. The idea, actually, if you understand what a narcissistic person is or a narcissism or people who are stuck in the ego or are egotistical, they actually have, don't have much self-love and therefore they actually have the, that leads to those, those sort of characteristics in the first place. So what we want is for you to have a healthy regard for yourself. So what's my definition of self-love? Self-love for me means you love yourself. It means you have, you, you, you have yourself in high regard. You can take care of your own well-being and you take care of your happiness. Okay, that's what self-love means to me. Self-love means taking care of not only your own needs, but also being mindful that you're not sacrificing your well-being or your 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 you know your peace of mind or your joy and happiness in order to please others. Self-love does not mean being egotistical, thinking you're the best, uh, thinking you're the smartest, thinking the most talented person in the world or the most beautiful, etc. etc. Nothing that that's far from the truth. Instead, when you are actually practicing self-love, you accept your shortcomings. You accept the fact that you're not a size zero. You accept the fact that you're not the most beautiful person in the world. You accept the fact that you're not the smartest person in the world. However, you you look upon yourself with the same compassion, with the same love that you would a best friend or a child or your, your own child um, or a relative, a friend, a parent, etc. or even a pet. Now, I, when I give this, this idea, you know, this, this practice in my, in my, when I'm, you know, my, in my mastermind and even my other, uh, other, uh, programs, especially if you come to work with me in my mastermind, I, there is a, a methodology that I give you. There's a, there's a strategy that I give you to manifest your goals. And one of the, one of the key elements of this particular practice that I'm referring to has the element of self-love, which is so important. Now, I know for a fact that so many people, because of the household they grew up in, where the, the kind of love they received wasn't what they needed as a child, or there are the, the idea of love for themselves is absent because they've grown up with the idea that you have to love others and put others before yourselves. And if you love yourself, you're egotistical, etc., etc. They have this misconduct idea about what self-love means. Therefore, up until now, they have not even given themselves any kind of love and therefore you know when you need to practice self-love it's a complete foreign subject for them so we start off slow 
And I actually, you know, I, I asked my clients to work in a, you know, in a, in another way. So one of the ways that I ask them to, you know, practice self-love is actually think of something that you love. It could be a pet. It could be a friend. It could be a partner. It could be a spouse. It could be a sibling. It could be a parent. It could be even a child. For example, for me, as soon as I think of any, either one of my children, my daughter or my son, instantly my heart swells up with all the love for them. Now, what we do in, in the early days, for especially for those who actually have difficulty practicing self-love for themselves, having any kind of love or compassion for themselves, what I do is ask them to just think of the individual that they have love for. And this could be a pet too. It could be a dog or a cat, so forth. But you think of that individual or, or the pet or whoever it is or whatever it is that you actually truly love and unconditionally without thinking too much about it, bring the emotions to surface in your heart and then you deflect it, then you divert it towards yourself. And it's such a shame that we have to do this, but this is the only way that some people are able to practice self-love because it's the, the idea of self-love is such a foreign concept, right? So when you're practicing self-love, you're giving yourself the same compassion and the same love that you would for another human being or a, even a pet or sometimes even inanimate objects. People love their cars or their homes or their motorbikes more than they love themselves. And that's such a shame. Okay, so this is what I mean by self-love. When you look at, when you can look in the mirror and you can see your shortcomings and still love them, and that's what you do with your children. You, you see your shortcomings when you when you when it comes to your children or your spouse or your friend or so forth, but those shortcomings doesn't negate the fact that you still love them. Right? Same way, you accept who you are. You accept if you're a size zero or a size fourteen or whatever though you are. You accept the fact you know you in age-wise you're no longer twenty-five or you're whatever the age is. You know, except you don't really. You don't have any expectations for you to be anything different than what you already are. And you're enough exactly as you are. And you love yourself for that. Okay. It's when you love yourself with compassion. And you know, when you are looking upon yourself with the same sort of, same sort of demeanor, with the same sort of emotions that you would somebody else you truly unconditionally love. Okay. Because if, if anybody deserves unconditional love from you, it's you yourself. Right. You would take care of that person as the same way that you would take care of a friend or, you know, a friend in distress. So you treat yourself with kindness. You don't criticize. You don't, you know, you don't um, beat yourself up. And I find this in my practice, you know, because I, I do uh, um, one of the modules in my mastermind is forgiveness is the path of prosperity. Now, most people come into the module thinking they're going to be forgiving other people. And I get them to forgive themselves for the past mistakes or supposed mistakes or certain things have taken. And, you know, they, what I find with a lot of people is they're, they're able to forgive other people, but they have hard time forgiving themselves for the past mistakes, past actions, be it marriages, in business ventures, in career choices, whatever have you, right? So the first step, first step is to practice self-love, which means, which means looking upon yourself with the same emotion, with the same unconditional love, with the same compassionate eyes that you would another human being or another being that you truly love unconditionally from your heart. Okay. It, and self-love isn't about instant gratification. It's not about going and buying a new pair of shoes, in my case, a new pair of shoes or a handbag, um, or, or, or eating a whole pizza, even though it may taste great, or, uh, or going out and, um, binge drinking or whatever have you, whatever makes you feel good about yourself. No, 
self-love is about, is actually sometimes self-love means having the discipline to get up in the morning. So, for example, if you want to pra- practice gratitude or if you want to practice meditation, if you want to, if you want to practice an, a brilliant morning routine that most you know, millionaires or billionaires have, then you want to get up in the morning. So self-love could be the fact that you're not binge into eating. You're actually going to bed early. You're waking up early in the morning. So you're giving yourself some time to connect with nature, with nature, to be able to go for that walk or sit down and do the meditation so you are calm and centered and you're actually feeling the emotion and connected to the divine source energy and connected to the universe, etc, etc. So self-love could be in many ways. But it's important for you to have self-love. The reason for that is because you're building a relationship with yourself. Now, if you can't have a great relationship with yourself, how can you expect anyone else to, right? And if you can't expect anyone else to have a great relationship with you, how can you expect money to? Because money, like everything else, is energy. So if your best friend is energy, if your you know your yeah your business partner is energy, everything around you is just energy. And we've discussed this in previous episodes, and I may come back and do another podcast completely on this idea in in in, in itself as well, using some quantum physics references in the future. But for now, just understand if your you know your your, your best friend Sarah is 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 just pure energy. Your mother is pure energy. Your father is pure energy. Your your neighbor down the road is pure energy. If they are reflecting your, your, you know, the way you, the way you behave with yourself. So if you don't practice self-love, if you don't give yourself that respect and compassion, then how can you expect other people, these people to do it? And if you can't expect these people to give you that compassion, that love, how can you expect money to do it? Because money at the same time is just energy, right? It's only going to reflect back to you how you feel about yourself, right? So this is so important that first of all, first of all, you practice self-love. Now your question is, go, how do I do this? And I've given you a bit of a hint to this anyway, how I show my clients in my mastermind. I'm going to go and, and tell you a bit more about it now. So the easiest way to start having compassion for yourself, to start developing this relationship with yourself, to start having self-love, which is not being egotistical and being materialistic, and, you know, having that kind of upbringing or having that kind of programming, you know, for, for, for falling prey to that. What you want to do is actually develop a healthy relationship with yourself in the mirror. I find, you know, we're looking upon everyone else and we're used to, you know, looking at other people and other people looking at us, but we're not used to looking upon ourselves. This is why mirror is such a powerful tool. So the easiest way for you to develop self-love is to look in the mirror right? It's look in the mirror and actually, um, you know, connect to the person in the mirror. Now, with all its quirks, with all its ups and downs, with all the wrinkles or, or lack of or whatever the hell you, you know, whatever you see in the mirror, I want you to look upon the person and see the journey the person's had and actually start feeling emotions of love for it, unconditional love for it. And if initially you cannot muster up the energy of love or it feels very uncomfortable, a lot of people when they first start doing this, it's, it's very uncomfortable. Then like I said, what I want you to do is bring up, think of someone you really, truly love, either a pet or a child or a friend or so forth. And what you want to do, once you feel the emotion of love, remember love is just love, right? Love is the same for everyone. When you feel that emotion of love, I want you to deflect it, you know, literally um, deflect it towards yourself in the mirror and actually start looking upon yourself with that same love and compassion that you are looking upon that child or the pet or the brother or the father or the father or whatever you, you know, whatever have you. So 
That's the, that's how you start developing self-love. And as you build a relationship of love with the person in the mirror, you find that you stop criticizing yourself less and you start being more compassionate to the journey that this person's had throughout their life. And you've had a journey. You know that better than anybody else, the kind of journey you've had, the kind of things you've dealt with, the, 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 the kind of obstacles you've overcome, how far your journey is and how far you've come so far. And if, for that reason, you have to be your biggest cheerleader. You can, you can just go back and think, oh my God, I've gone through so much and have uh, some sort of compassion, have compassion for where that person is in the mirror right now. You may not be where you want to be right now, but that doesn't make, may, it doesn't negate the fact how far you've come. But you can only recognize it when you look in the mirror and see how far the person's traveled and look upon it with the same emotion, same compassion that you would for someone else right? Have the same compassion and love for yourself that you would for someone else. Start there. Now, when you start having love and compassion for yourself, remember, it's all about building that relationship with money. The more you love and honor and respect yourself as an individual, right? And I, I, we are going to do another, I think I've done this in the past about your intrinsic value. I will go back and do another episode on this about your, because I think it's so important for you to understand how you know what is your intrinsic value and your and i'm just going to briefly talk about it here your intrinsic value is neither negated or you know by anything you do in this life nor can so it can't be diminished and it can't be increased you are who you are and that's never going to change you're a spiritual being having a physical experience for this for the in this physical body temporarily for the next 60 70 80 100 years maximum right you're going to after that you're going to die so you're here temporarily for a finite amount of time, which is so, so small in comparison to the life you had before as a spiritual being and the life you're going to have after you die as a spiritual being. So your life on this planet does not have much value, as so to speak. You can be a doctor or you can be a homeless person on the, on, uh, in the, on the streets. It's not going to actually impact your intrinsic value as a spiritual being. Okay, that's just a journey on this planet for the finite amount of time. Seriously, in 100 years compared to a billion years, there is no comparison, right? It's just so small in comparison. So your intrinsic value does not get diminished or increased by anything you do on this planet, which means, which means that there's no one on the planet who's better than you. That also means there's no one on the planet that you're better than. So any kind of love, self-love that you practice and any kind of compassion that you have. So basically that, you know, all the programming you've been given through your childhood and through the, through media and through schooling and so forth, thinking that if you think about yourself, you're selfish. No, understand that you are amazing. You practicing self-love cannot make you um, egotistical, cannot make you better than anyone else because there is no one better than you and you are better than no one. You, There's no one on the planet that you're better than and there's no one on the planet who's better than you. you we all have the same intrinsic value right? So this negates the fact, you know, that you, you know, somehow by practicing self-love, by loving yourself more, you'll become egotistical. Hell no, right? But when you do practice self-love, when you start becoming compassionate to yourself and compassionate to your journey, you will stop the negative chitter-chatter that's going on in your head and you'll start reprogramming that and realizing, look, I've come so far. If I've come so far, I can go further. If I've come this far, if I've, if I've crossed those, uh, I've overcome those obstacles and overcome this and overcome that, I can damn well overcome the current obstacles. I can move forward and I can achieve X, Y, Z, whatever your current targets are, whatever they may be right? That is, your whatever you're aiming for in this life is so small in comparison to who you really are. I promise you, 
you are an amazing, amazing spiritual being just having a physical experience for a finite amount of time. As soon as you recognize that, you'll understand the powerhouse that resides within you. Not your body, but within you. And remember, you, your body's not, you're not inside your body, your body's inside of you. I always say that, people laugh at that. And I said, well, hang on a minute, you know this for a fact. If somebody comes too close, you say, oh, hang on a minute, I need my personal space. Why? Because they're, in, they're, they're coming to, they're actually overlapping into your energy, energy field, right? Energetic field, right? And when they're in your energy field, you feel suffocated, like, oh, I need some space. Your body's still far away from them, so why do you need space? Because your spirit is much bigger than your body. Your body lives inside of your spirit, not the other around. So keep that in mind, just a FYI. All right, coming back to this point. So the more you practice self-love, the more value you give to yourself, the more respect you give to yourself, that is what you will reflect back into the universe and which will be reflected back in the relationships you have, the kind of people who will approach you, the kind of way people will treat you, and that includes money. And this is so crucial for you to understand. You don't want to run after money. You don't want to be chasing money. You don't want to have a need or greed for money. This is one of the things which I'm truly passionate about teaching people. If you come and speak to me, if you ever get to speak to me in person or on one of my live tutorials or whatever have you, you'll see I'm probably the most most passionate person and most you know most you know uh, most determined person when it comes to money. I love talking about money and I'm really passionate about money. Yet there's not an ounce of greed or need for money in my voice or in my energy. Why? Because I love respect and love and respect money. I don't have a need or greed for it. And that's exactly what I want for you. I want you to have respect and honor for money. And I want money to respect and honor you. And that for that reason, you have to respect and honor yourself. And the way to start that is through self-love. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's something that I think is crucial for people and very, too many people actually bypass this and think, well, it's okay, you know, I shouldn't really love myself because then I'll be arrogant or I'll be self-centered or I'll be selfish. It's so far from the truth. If you cannot love yourself, if you cannot love and respect yourself right now as you are right now, then how can you expect others to love you? And how can you expect money to come to you right now? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please do leave us a review. I do read all those and we we still have the promotion going. So if you leave us a review and then take a screenshot of it, either on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, whichever the mediums is perfectly fine. If you leave us a review and take a screenshot of it and then email that screenshot to moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. We will send you over our infamous millionaire in mirror meditation. Like I was talking about it, my, my, I use mirror as a, as a very important tool in my practice and in my teachings. And this meditation is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. We've get the biggest, biggest uh, testimonials from it. And it's so it's one of our bestsellers. But you will have it for free as our way of saying thank you, as our way to show our gratitude for you supporting us on our podcast journey. Thank you so much for listening. This is Gil Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our free five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, 
This is GoCon. Bye for now.